Welcome to Inside the Firm, a podcast dedicated to small business owners and hosted by entrepreneurs, Alex Gore and Lance Psycho. Each week, they take you on their journey of how to start, run, and grow a business by bringing you inside their architecture and real estate development firm. Get a behind-the-scenes tour of how these business leaders manage their clients and foster company culture while creating new and innovative projects. And now your host, Alex Gore and Lance Psycho. Nothing else matters except sitting down every day and trying. Why is this so important? Because when we sit down day after day and keep grinding, something mysterious starts to happen. A process is set into motion by which inevitably and infallibly heaven comes out comes to our aid. Unseen forces enlist in our cause. Serendipity reinforces our purpose. This is the other secret that real artists know and and wannabe writers don't. When we sit down each day and do our work, power concentrates around us. The muse takes note of our dedication. She approves. We have earned favor in her sight. When we sit down and work, we become like a magnetized rod that attracts iron fillings. Ideas come. Insights accrete. Just as resistance has its seat in hell, so creation has its home in heaven. And it's not just a witness, but an eager and active ally. What I call professionalism, someone else might call the artist's code or the warrior's way. It's an attitude of egoless, egolessness and service. The knights of the round table were chaste and self-effacing. Yet they dueled dragons. We're facing dragons too. Fire-breathing griffins of the soul, whom we must outfit and outwit to reach the treasure of our self in potential and to release the maiden who is God's plan and destiny for ourselves and the answer to why we were put on this planet. You, that was awesome. The clapping, all that. You got to let me know. There's so many... My name is Interrupting Al. <laughs> Welcome to Inside the Firm Podcast, by the way. My, I'm, I'm here with my co-host, Al Gore. <laughs> Interrupting Al. Interrupting Al Gore. That was Lance Psycho reading to you. There's so many times I want to make so many jokes like, Gryffindor. <laughs> oh, when I was reading this? Yeah, Outwit, Outlast, Outplay. That's yeah. Survivor. Um, so that was from War of Art. Jordan Pressfield? Am I, did I get Steven that Pressfield. Steven Pressfield. Yep, you're close. And you just wanted to read that to me and, and get it. Get my reaction. I wanted that to read to everybody because uh, you love them. What I what I love what I so I, I'm I'm just about through the book. I'm still on track, believe it or not, to do a book a week, which is amazing for me. What's your next one? Uh, it's some political book. Honestly, I can't even think of the name. It's like gov- oh, government's end. One of my friends recommended it to it. He's yeah. like, you're gonna stand up and just yell America after this or something. America. But uh, but this is a you know professional like a, a practice professional practice book right so it's the war of art break through the blocks and win your inner creative battles um, so it's a cool book Joe Rogan has recommended it over and over again in his podcast I know Al has already read it but what I loved about this was my favorite excerpt of the whole book because it's so it's so true I just can't that that we've talked about it before but. That time in the morning or whenever you can find it as a professional and you sit down mm. and you and you do the thing that is just 
you've been saying you're going to do forever. You're going to write that article. You're going to write that book. You're going to design this. You're going to make that. Just do it. Sit down. Block out an hour or two. Focus and continue and grind it out. And eventually, and that that line about grinding, I was just like, that's exactly it. It it just starts to exude through you, one hundred percent. And then you really start to become this muse comes through you and, and you start to do these amazing creative things but it's it all takes consistency and grinding and patience and just doing it every single day so I, I'm writing this down this is gonna full circle at, at, at the end um, so just just listen to the end because you'll you'll get what I'm gonna say uh, I've been sick this past week a little sick Al a little sick Al and that's what's frustrated me the most. Just sickness, leave me alone so I can grind it out. I just want to grind. You're inhibiting me grinding. Yeah. You're grinding me. I need to be grinding other things. <laughs> you got things to grind. Yeah. Yeah. So cool. Cool. I really like it. Uh, and then I have a surprise for you, okay? Oh, what is so it? So I'm starting off the podcast today, as everybody can everybody can tell. And But I can't I can't uh, give what I'm going to give Al his surprise. I can't. Oh, spilling. Can't. Oh, computers. Awesome. Live That's studio. Right. That's all right. I can't technically give it to him because he's sick. He's got this stupid hand mouth disease. So what I'm going to do is I'm going to... It's in my throat, not in my mouth, though. (laughs) Last last episode, uh, Alex and I went over the air. uh, On the air, we went over, hey, here's here's what Lance is... How he's revamping our contract. So I've got a nice little... It looks literally like a portfolio now. Yep. Contract. And I want to show it to Al. It's all bound and nice and everything. Yeah, there's a glossy cover. Glossy cover. He's opening the pages for me. Yep, so so it's this awesome cover. It's got... It's got all uh, seven seven guys from F9 uh, yeah. on the cover. Then at the bottom, it's got our, all of our awards and stuff that we won. So, Ooh, you even printed it glossy. Exactly. So I simplified it uh, per Alex's request last time. And, uh, well, the, the written bullet part. Points. So yeah. now we change those paragraphs to bullet points. And it's, it's this super clean, uh, super visual contract that our clients can now understand exactly what they can expect along the way. And what's hilarious about it is, and then I added these last two sheets here, Al. Yep. Like, uh, like you wanted to. What's hilarious is I had a I had a uh, sales meeting yesterday. Totally forgot to bring this. <laughs> Shot myself too. I was like, oh, you idiot! You spent a week and a half getting this thing together. Um, so do you have an answer to the question that we talked about a couple which is days what? ago? And then, and then the the end of it, the end of this the end of this yep. thing is is just all of our work. Yep. There. So you can't touch it. This is if you want another copy, I'll give it to you. But yep. Later. That it's so clean and clear, it's gonna look like it shouldn't cost that much. Did I? Do you uh, have an answer to that, or yeah. is it? Yes. What's your answer? So, <clears throat> the beautiful thing about this new contract that we've put together is, it starts out. Just uh, it starts out showing okay we're just doing floor plans which are like very simple simple line drawings right, but as you work through the contract it becomes more complex. Yeah. So the fees I think should reflect the graphics, in the yeah. end. So honestly, like if we're doing if, if at the beginning we are only doing work at cost, well then we're doing work at cost and the profit comes later because the numbers increase later. Yeah. That's how I think we solve it. You match the number to the graphic. Or graphics. Yep. And I'm convinced we're in, we're in good shape that way. The only thing then I maybe want to add is an acknowledgement either through a picture or not. And this can come through. This doesn't like, I, I'm pretty sure that is basically done in my head. And it, then, it is done. 
And then you can edit it, obviously save as, edit it for each individual contract. And something I might do, especially if I'm just doing a single family house, is show them a graphic of the site plan, meaning it's imperative that we put in the site, we figure out the boundaries, we do the head heights, all that to make sure your building fits. So it's, it's not just a floor plan. We're marrying it with, with the site. We're even going out to the site, you know, so that they get that too. Absolutely. Um, but I, I think it's absolutely, I don't know how, how you're thinking you're going to do sales, but this is coming to every meeting with me. I'm, I'm convinced about the priming, priming, priming people so they know, okay, I know tomorrow he's going to send something that's like this, but it's going to have numbers in it. But I already understand their process right away. They've just made it clear to me. They're bringing, they're showing me exactly what I'm going to, it's the priming is, is critical. Yeah. Priming is key. I like that. We'll let you know how it goes, um, throughout the year. So, so stay in tune. I have a shout out to another architecture firm. Uh, it's Dario designs. You can uh, get to them at DarioDesigns.com. So Greg from there emailed me and I'll read his email. He goes, Hey guys, explanation point. So, you know, he's super happy. Absolutely. I was listening to your episode with the ARE Jeopardy and I answered all the questions correctly. Explanation point. I love this enthusiasm. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, I thought it was funny when you told us uh, to send you feedback and how we did because I did perfect. Uh, Perfect thing to send in. He has the perfect thing to send in. Here's a PDF of my business card. My boss ordered for me as a joke. Literally naming me King. <laughs> oh, that's hilarious. He actually in, uh, ordered the entire box of these. Oh, my God. <laughs> and later gave me another box uh, called Good Cards. Uh, he's a funny guy. So shout out to Greg for all the questions, to Dario Designs uh, and his boss for being awesome. We love to see that work is at least a third of your life. So might as well make it a little bit enjoyable. We're supposed to make the guys' cards here too. And I put it on one of my other guy because I don't have enough time for it. Um, and oh, by it, the way, so the place where we got this printed, I asked them, showed them the card, they can print them there. Same kind. Perfect. So just get it's it done. easy. Yep. 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 Shout, um, out, shout out ProCopy. Shout out ProCopy. So if you're in Logmont, <laughs> listening to us. Uh, so yeah, good for them. That's awesome. Thank you for the email. That's yeah. fantastic. We'd, we'd love to hear from everybody. Speaking, I went to a building department. I won't name which one because we work all over Colorado. And you had the best time of your life? Did they look at you when they look at you and just guess, sir? Would you like to build something? Here's a permit. Just handed it to you, sir. Know what? And then they give you like a gift certificate, right? Well, this 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 is what you think, sir. Are you coming in? Did you go to school for uh, six seven years? Then also work in the field, and then also work under someone for another five to six years, and then become a professional, and want to build something because you got a license. Here you go. Here's your stuff. <laughs> Wow. It's a lot more elaborate than I thought it was going to go, as you can tell. Yeah. But, hey. but what really <laughs> happened is the client was pressuring them. So they gave me generic comments, basically said, I, I, I barely looked through it, but uh, we need this, 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 and this, and this. I go, well, I go, that one in particular is on architectural sheets. I just knew off the top of my head. And he goes, well, he's like, to be honest, we don't even look at the architectural sheets. What did you just say to me? I'm, I'm bringing this up. Inside the firm. That's why. Okay. So architecture sheets don't matter. Wow. This is a house, Lance. This is a house. This is a house. So he goes, we need to see all those details on the engineering sheet. And I did not argue with him. What? New house. Okay. New house. I did not argue with him because one, I was not expecting 
Like when you hit me out of the blue, I'm not gonna come up. I, I'm just not gonna come up with something. So, well, to be fair, some sometimes sometimes you're good on your on your feet, right? And sometimes you're not. I think I'm yeah. the same way too. Like it's kind of like that. Oh, I wish I would have said this to this person, but I don't right away. Right. And then who knows? I could have been coming down with a sickness on that Friday, but it doesn't matter. You're basically sick, Al. Exactly. Yeah. Sick interrupting Al. Um. So. He and then we we're going. We we're talking a little bit more. This is then, real, huh? This is real. He wow. mentions that again. Architecture, architecture sheets don't matter. Yes, holy. And cats. he goes. He goes honestly to look at the architecture sheets. We look at the area. We look at like the insulation. And he's like, "That's all I really care about." This is a building reviewer. And what I wanted to is bring this up a big to, city or a rural city? Can you at least give me that? Medium size. Wow, medium. Okay, yep. medium size city. Normal average American city. Yeah. So. What blew me away is, honestly, if I, as an architect, wanted to design a whole house by myself, I'm in my legal rights to do so. And stamp it? Yeah. Yeah, you are. So what do you mean you don't look at architecture sheets? I could, <laughs> I could come back tomorrow, <laughs> take the engineer off it, and just put my stamp in front of your face, stamp it, and say, now look at my sheets. <laughs> There's a... Isn't that the whole idea behind the license? Is that you you we go through all of this stuff so you're protecting the public welfare and But that's what's blowing my mind is like, like is there something happening even deeper because we always preach more responsibility, more reward. Is there something deeper happening? Like are we even losing as a profession our credibility even more? Honestly, Hon- honestly, if you give me a second here and if I can navigate quickly to uh if I can navigate quickly to this article I just read before I came inside or came into the do the recording. Yep. There it is, I think. Uh, somebody just posted somebody just posted an article that the AI or that the states are starting to Is that what people are freaking out about? Yes, exactly. So keep if you could just so stall. It, there it is. Yeah. Perfect. AIA licensing. So this is out of Architect magazine. AIA license so it says AIA licensing protects the public. The institute calls a growing number of states delicensing professionals like architects a troubling trend. So the AIA released a statement today opposing efforts by states to roll back licensing regulations. Scroll up. Which states are they? For Hold on. For professionals, including architects, according to a statement, approximately 25 states are in the process of shrinking licensure requirements through legislation or executive action. The AIA fa- fears that such efforts could potentially endanger the health, safety, and wealth for the public. Personally, I, I, I love deregulation, but... That's me. Well, here's the, I would love it too because I don't know if it'll go the way that they think they're going to go or would it go, oh, an engineer just has to stamp everything. Okay, where states... Oh, yeah, so there's a graphic. Is it the red states? We'll, we'll link the, to this. Where states stand on architect delicensing. And then in red, states in which legalization and executive orders were introduced, enacted, issued between 2015 and 2018. So Colorado is, isn't... De, de, isn't uh, making the regulations So less red stringent. are the ones that want to. Red, red are the ones that want to. Yep. And it's it's not your typical... I mean, some of them are your typical red states, but... Washington uh, is the only wise, blue state, wouldn't you that, say? That's a red... Yeah, the one that that is blue. That is typically blue, politically-wise, that, that changed to this. Is that New Hampshire? You can't trust those people. Oh, New Hampshire. I don't know what you're doing with your life. Pennsylvania, Virginia. Virginia sometimes goes blue. It's mostly red states. Mostly. It's mostly red... It's mostly politically red states that are doing this. So. Yeah. So there's that, some in the middle. There's some purple states that switch back and purple forth. Or purple, 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 purple. Yeah. So, wow. 
I don't know. This literally just came out. I swear. That's why. Uh, when was it? Published? I saw a bunch of people arguing about stuff. January twenty fifth. So yesterday, January twenty fifth, twenty eighteen. We'll link to it from Architect Magazine. Everybody should read it. It's interesting. I think when I'm going to turn it so back is, in, is, though, do you I think might... that? Do you think that's what's going on? Is that does that help or not? Or well, he 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 brought up Dora. He goes, it comes from Dora because one engineer one architect was trying to pass himself out as an engineer but then they said but then they investigated it and he wasn't i stamp my house and and what i wanted to say was and i'm going to stamp my house i probably will have david look over stuff exactly Exactly. i had david size three steel beams because i'm not sizing steel beams yep and and they did the rest but still i want to stamp it because in case some small change no goes on that i know I can change. Exactly. I have the authority to do it. Um, But what I wanted to ask him was, was he just trying to be an architect? (laughs) (laughs) But it was a very nice conversation. There's no actual animosity. But when I go back, I'm actually going to have a conversation in a polite way to stand up for uh, ourselves and the profession and saying, I don't think that this should be the case. And... I think it's perfectly fine if an architect stamps a, a whole house and there's nothing in Colorado state law that says you can't. Is there anything in this jurisdiction? Yeah, into a specific jurisdiction. Yeah, exactly. Um, so I, I think that conversation well, some, needs to be had rather than just, a, oh, yeah, sorry, here here's the, the engineer signed off on all this stuff instead of just piddling away, you know, like, hey, bring in the plans. Here you go. Yeah. Also. By the way, I just want to—I just want to let you know—I don't even know how I'd say it, but but what that what that that um, when we had a conversation last time, you talked about what you look in the architecture plans and what you look at in the engineering plans, and then I'm going to say, am I right in that an architect in this city could get a whole house through? Yeah. And then you'd be like, yes. I go, well, it was a little bit concerning then that this was the reaction that you wouldn't even look at the architectural plans, and then. Because he he didn't even he the details that he wanted were on the architectural sets. Oh, I didn't look at those. Oh, I'm sorry, I missed that critical detail. Yeah, that is so that then it's even crazier. Yeah, I didn't me. even look at those. And then and then saying, but he, so then he says, okay, now you have they have to put them on the structural plans. Like basically, you could take them off the architecture sheets. Oh, that's what I'm doing. Insane. That's what, actually what I'm doing. <laughs> So we have a wall section, the and the, the wall section set. has the rebar on there, and I'm not going to redraw it, so I'm doing a call-out, and that call-out is just of the rebar that's going on yeah. the structural plans. Yeah, yeah. Damn. It's not, it's fine, but but hey, hey, we're the largest firm, you know, around, uh, and if you see our sets, they might be on the architectural set, and they might, I don't know, <laughs> I won't say this, I might make a point of just putting a plan through. Well, what, how dumb is that though? Alone. How dumb is that though? Like what, what if we, what if we were stupid enough to draw a hallway that was 30 inches wide? Shouldn't they look at that and catch that? I mean, yes, we're supposed to not do stuff like that, but at the end of the day, like what if, what if a guy accidentally clicked his mouse too quickly and then we said, screw it, let's print, you know, and then, then it moved. Yeah. Well, are you bringing up because look. that actually really did happen? No, I'm saying I'm just hypothetical. Okay. But do you know I know of a story where that actually happened? Yes. And they did not catch it until in construction? <laughs> yeah. So, so shouldn't you look at the architectural plans? I think, I think so. <laughs> I think so. Just so it's common. Oh, wow. That's crazy. Hmm. You know what? It's another day. So it's, it's been shocking how... Uh, 
that's why. That's why in site plan review, it takes forever. And then in CDs, it doesn't because they probably just look at the structures and that's it. We just got comments back for uh, group home. Huge, huge, huge project. M- over a million dollars. Site plan in, review or, C- or, C- or permit? It's kind of all in one Okay, for this one. T- two comments. They actually look at the architectural plans, though. I'll give them that. They did? Two comments. Yeah, that's it. Do you care to share? Would it be relevant? Oh, actually, yeah. So for we have to go to the full IBC, and we have to put in uh, firewalls between the sleeping rooms, the dwelling units, which I, I told the contractor, I go, if they're going to make us do that, I think this will be the re- repercussion. The only way out of it is if I can find an exception because they're sprinklers. Maybe we don't have Are to Are you do doing that. 5 types X on each side, and is that sufficing? No, we're doing half. Half? Yeah, just common half inch. But anyway, so there's that, and then they want some additional ADA. They just want some, they literally like, can you guys just please put these notes on the sheets? Yeah, we'll get it done. Yeah, no problem. But, but nothing huge. But um, uh, but, but seriously, what? You're not going to look at the architecture plans? How about that? What if it's a group home and ADA is ADA is everything with those, with these assisted facilities? Honestly, I don't know if they look at it. That's insane. Yeah. <laughs> we're supposed to do our job. That's what, God, every time. We're, we're supposed to do our job. Yeah. But not them. Me. Yeah. Well, no, what though? <laughs> but Lance, honestly, if I asked you, you don't want them to. Because then it would turn into site plan review and then they'd give us a bunch of nonsense. That's true. Yeah. So, so we just got to do our job. Yeah. Okay. Fair enough. Okay. Uh, last, on, on the same vein, I was, uh, I anyways, we were talking in an email mm-hmm. and terms were getting thrown around. And terms were getting thrown around, uh, you know, survey, this elevation certificate. And they're like, oh, no, no, it came down to they needed a grading certificate. And what's a grading certificate, Lance? Honestly, I've never heard of that. Thank you. <laughs> Thank you. So <laughs> it feels uh, dumb to say that, but like, I don't know. That's what, you tell me. <laughs> no, no. That's where I think one of our guys, Mark, said, uh, I said one contractor didn't know what a reflected ceiling plan was. Love it. And he's like, how does Keep it not building know? Houses. Go, There's going to be a term. There's going to be a term. And remind me to tell Mark this, where where I'll go, man, I don't know that. And someone will probably think you're super, sh- super dumb. Yeah. Right? But I was, it? I was super comfortable with emailing back. And this had the head of the building department, my clients, and the building official. Right? And I'm supposed to be the architect, right? Big name architect, right? Fancy Al Gore. Yep. Got a capital A in front of his yep. name. Uh, hey, by the way, what's a grading certificate? <laughs> Is it like a site plan? <laughs> just also making sure the grading contours are on it. And then he just said, let me send you an example. And that's exactly what it was. It was a survey with the with the grading that the surveyor does. The, of existing conditions. Of existing conditions, right? But what I'm getting to, what the, the point I'm getting to is that don't be afraid to ask questions. Even if you sound stupid. Yes, even if you sound stupid, because I was, uh, I think, and I think you split up these two things, um, so I, I'm going to combine them. Yeah. Like, when you're, when you're young coming into something, and you don't know, right, you don't, you can ask too many questions and be, and, and really piss off someone, but don't be afraid. Now that, like, I, I'm trying to show the guys, if you don't know what something is, just ask. Just ask. Don't go down the wrong road for too long without without asking. And I'll leave the second part a- after Nick reads. But uh, that was just a story about about I don't know. Just we don't have to leave the second part. We can move Nick around. Yeah. Okay. Okay. I'll tell Lance. What if you get, went into a firm? Yeah. 
and your boss or someone above you was a bully, what would you do? And have you ever had that situation? Yeah. Yes. So I'm trying to think if I ever have that. I always think, okay, if somebody asks me a question, have I done this? Yes, I have done this. I was on a job site and uh, this, uh, I was just being a framing laborer, right? Build, building a school. And this one guy, this one, this contractor was just super cocky and, and an asshole, right? Yep. And he, and he was a bully. So what did I do? I told him to screw off. And then I went and got another job with the contractor working right across the hallway. Nice. And that's what I did. And then I was happy. Nice. What, what if you're in a, what if you can't leave? I, I, I don't know. You tell me. What should I say? Okay. No, well, I, I, <laughs> okay. Well, if I can't leave, yeah, I can leave. Come on. What do you mean no. if I can't leave? If I can't leave, like I'm living paycheck to paycheck and I just have to. Yeah. It's in a shitty economy. This is literally, you know, you've been searching for a job for six months. This is the only one that you can get. Okay. Is this, let's, I need to get uh, very specific with this example. Yeah. Okay. Is this the boss boss or is there another boss above this boss? This boss above that boss. I would go to the boss above the boss. I would say, hey, I would go to the boss above the boss and I yep. would say, hey, um, I'm having trouble with my management I'm, and I would like to just discuss it and, and clear the air and see if we can reset yep. here. And then I would and then I would have a roundtable discussion, you know, and I'd have to puff myself up a bit because I've, obviously I'm getting bullied. So I feel like I'm not up to par, you know. Yep. And then see, and then try to solve the problem. So run head at head at head 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 first at it. Yeah. So here was my scenario. So I was in a couple different units in the army, uh, and one. And I don't mean, I got into a unit where one of my bosses was uh, an a hole, and I don't mean the typical just like pushing you, being the army a hole, making you do stuff. Uh, I had that in the first unit and that's totally fine, right? Being hard on someone is, is totally okay. But this one, a legitimate, like would come and like poke you in the side, do weird stuff, like be derogatory, just all, all this stuff. Uh, even I wouldn't call it sexual harassment. Uh, but like, because guys would do weird stuff in the army and I'm not talking about anything naked, but you know, like grab your butt, just do like very weird stuff. Right. <laughs> and then <clears throat> I was younger. I was, you know, in probably only 19, something like that. Yeah. And then I remember like doing something back to him, like telling him to shut up or just something like that. And then the sergeant in charge, then he would pipe in and say, hey, guys, settle down when I would fight back. So I was like, OK, so this guy can do it to me, but I can't do it back. Right. And once I got higher in rank, I moved to a, a corporal and I was in another unit. It was so funny. No one. It was probably a better unit anyways. But once you got that rank. And, and once two, three more years in the army, like I wouldn't even care about that guy. Like I would just, I would literally make fun of him and, and tell that other sergeant that he needs to watch his guy, right? Or else we'd get in a fight sure. and that'd be fine. I've gotten in a fight in the army. Yep. But what to do if you're in that like vulnerable situation where you're, the bully is great at ticking you off and he's great at fighting. You might not be able to combat him with words even with physical or, or anything go, like that. Or go, go above command like I like my scenario was, yeah, and or, nothing happened. Yep. <laughs> and what I did by accident is that either, you could do this either formally or informally, I found a better mentor, right? So meaning I found another guy that was another sergeant, and we are in Alaska. Um, I won't say his name or anything. Something horrible happened to him and his family. But I found another guy that was an amazing person, and then I hung out with him. Right. And then, you know, like, okay, I'll just hang out with this guy. Like we started fishing uh, because we were there for like three weeks, stuff like that. And then 
I distanced myself and then was able to get a better perspective and then able to grow, right? So then all of a sudden, like, I'm not being kept down, right? I'm actually learning. And then when you come back at, now you have more respect. Now that other guy might have your back. And now you can, now you can grow and get out of the situation. So if, uh, if you are ever in something, either one of these scenarios, because I like your scenario too, like if it's a good job market and if it was even in my scenario where it's the boss and the boss's boss don't really care, just leave, just get out of there. Right. Totally. What, what, what was great about when I did that yeah. is then we were still on the same job site, but I was winning because I was just doing, I was, I was actually doing whatever I wanted to at that point. Like I was kind of my own boss with this new job. Yep. But we we're still there every day. Hey, how's it going? You know, to the other guy, like you didn't beat me. I, I won, you know, you can't, you can't win. Like I, I made a decision, removed myself situation. I didn't yeah. quit. I still stayed on that job site. So yeah. So maybe just moving. It's kind of the same way that you're talking about. You move to a different mentor, a different. Yeah. Op- yeah. But it's weird. It's weird too, because these higher, like these aren't a problem for maybe a lot of people listening right now because they have the title or they have the experience. Like me, me or you, a, a bully is of no, like a contractor tried to bully me. I'm like, this is, this is not going to work. I'm almost laughing in your face. You're not intimidating at all. And I understand that, you know, they have knowledge and stuff like that, but I'm just not going to be bullied around. I'm not, I'm not your little guy on the job yeah. that you can bully around. Yeah. Right. Yeah. That, that I bet you the army and, and the work industry maybe have that uh, so doesn't it just boil down? So, but when you switch the mentor, are, are you still? Why aren't you? Why doesn't just standing up for yourself work? Because because you, they just if you so if somebody says something nasty to you, one of these guys, and you stand up for yourself, then what? The, then they say it back again, and then well, it just keeps escalating. That's why yeah, it doesn't work. Well, yep, two ways. One is that if they're a bully, they're they're probably better at it than you, especially better if you at are bullying. Younger. Yep. Okay. Yep. So you won't be able to do it. Two, if it does escalate. I don't know if uh, they, if you have fights on the job sites or if you have, honestly, in today's society, I don't know if you have fights in the military anymore. You know what I mean? Like, I don't know if that's taboo uh, because everyone is very cautious. PC, all that. Yeah. yeah, PC. And then you don't want to escalate it into a fight anyway. So that's, that's why I, I don't think okay, you can always say stand up for yourself when you're an 18 year old to a 36 year old who's maybe been bowling for 18 years. You know what I mean? Is that 18-year-old going to be able to bully back or push back that guy who wants this to escalate? That's, you know, literally the equivalent of that 18-year-old's whole life Did has con- been bullying. Did this come from like a contractor? They bully you? No, 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 no. no oh, no. I thought no, 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 no. this week. <laughs> this, 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 <sighs> this came from um, uh, basically me being able to ask a question, a dumb question, oh. and I'm feeling okay because I have a title, right? I see, but if and, you don't have a title. Yep, And then, but then it goes back to like when I didn't have a title and was, you were more vulnerable because then when I had the title of corporal, like no one, because the, in the structure of the army, there's, if you have a platoon, you have 25 sergeants, you have 50 privates, you have four lieutenants, and you only have like one or two corporals, right? So there, it's normally like a special a special thing. So it just like, you don't, you don't mess with the corporals. So it was much easier, but if you don't have that, then what do you do? And what that's, do do? yeah. And you have to get out of that shadow, just like you got out of that shadow. Absolutely. Yeah. I didn't, I didn't let it last for, I think more than a day or two. Maybe it was a week or something like that. But at a certain point I was like, what is the deal with you? Like, I, what are you trying to prove? What yeah. are you trying to prove? And it was like a 45 year old man. I'm like, 
And I think I was like 20. I don't even think I could buy booze then. Yeah. And I was like, what is going on here? I have, you have, like, what is the problem? Are we trying to just build stuff? What is the deal? Yeah. This is totally non sequitur to what we're trying to do. Yep. There's good firms out there like Dario Designs. Apparently, good boss. Good, funny boss. Yeah, absolutely. That's yeah. what you got to do. You know what? So, what the more I think, I don't know if the moral, for me, the moral of the story is sort of tangential, and that is if you, if you get into a place of employment and, and you, your boss does things like uh, uh, print funny cards that say King on them or something like yeah. that. Or, or, or maybe they bring you in to, you know, to your, their little podcast studio and they do ARE Jeopardy with you or something like that. Just appreciate that. <laughs> yes. How, like, uh, remember this story that Alex and I talked about today because you might not ever have to experience it. Yep. So how else, you know, so like maybe that's just a good reminder of like, oh, okay, well, I heard that story from once. I believe those guys, it makes me and thankful for where I'm at now. And, you know, I'm going to not take it for granted. And everyone has maybe had a bully teacher, but if you haven't had a bully teacher, you probably knew a bully, right? And just know they're out there working. And I don't know if they've changed. Oh, there are bully teachers. Absolutely. Yeah. Bully teachers. But, but, but not, not teachers. Like you've had a bully friend. You know, in yeah. school. Yeah. They're probably out there. And and guess what? There's plenty of nice people to work with that are, are rocking it too. Yeah. So you don't have to work for them. Yeah. And if you're a student listening, just know that if somebody like that, let's say you go work on a job site in this, this summer or something like that because you're trying to get that construction experience. If you meet one of those guys, what the thing that I kept telling myself is like, Dude, I'm going to be the guy one day walking in with the white hat telling you how your framing is wrong or something like that. Like, I'm going to be in charge of you and you don't even know it yet. So your bullying to me is temporary. Yeah. Yeah. And yeah, it, it's, it's, it's crazy. It's kind of sad. And then also, I would say take the Joe Rogan perspective. He looks at everyone as if they were a baby and says, I hope that baby realizes how much of an a-hole they are. <laughs> <laughs> you know what I mean? Like Puts that guy, that there's, frame the, of reference, yeah. there's something, there's something wrong with that, with that person. And that should make it easier on you. Like there's not something wrong with you. You, I almost feel bad for that other guy well, because yeah. he's going to keep in that loop, you know? Um, yeah. You know what? That what? Yeah. so I'm, I'm flipping through this book really quickly because there was another quote that absolutely 100% perfect. So I think bullies are also terrible critics too because they're lacking something in themselves, right? Like Alex was saying, okay? So we're going to end this little segment with with a little quote here from this book that. again. It's awesome. The professional learns to recognize envy-driven criticism and to take it for what it is, the supreme compliment. The critic hates most that which he would have done himself if he had the guts. And why I think that matters to... Like even the story that I told my little story is the first day. Now it's all coming back to me now. The first day I worked with that a hole contractor, I told him I was going to school for architecture. Oh, and I was going to tell you exactly. And now I'm going to tell you, boy. Now, but you know, and then it was, and then it was college. It's all coming back now. It was college. One of the things you know, these college boy, college boy, college boy, college boy. Oh, you don't even know how to put a hammer to a hacksaw, college boy, college boy. (laughs) So just remember. If you're a student listening, you will, you just use that as motivation and fuel and, and, and know that like, they're just envious of you. They're envious of you because you are, you are superseding what they are going to do with their life. Not that contractors don't do good stuff, but you know, at the end of the day, if you're an architect, you, you are, you're the master builder. You're yep. the one putting this whole thing together. You're the, you're the genius behind the, the scenes. And, and let's go a little bit deeper because there's so much nuance to this. So let's say, let's say uh, you show up, your, your boss, that guy's being an asshole, right? 
and you realize that he probably has some insecurities and maybe you said something that shouldn't take him off but did take him off right you can take the direct approach and say hey did i offend you somehow like i see that uh i i, I feel that uh your tone and everything is, is being harsh right and and i'm just here to learn i actually want to learn from you you've been here for you know who knows i don't even know how 70 the, years 70 years i see and just pump up his ego I see that you have a lot to teach, and I would like to learn it. Would you be willing to teach me? You that know? is an interesting approach. I, I'm serious. Absolutely. How, how you know what that approach is? That's you're disarming the person through, yeah. co- through compliments. Because you know? then, then, he, then his ego. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And then what if he's you know he might be a lot of these guys are drunk, right? But but <laughs> the, but honestly, what if he's waiting for that? What if he's like, yeah, all right, we're gonna do it. Yeah, we're gonna do Get it. Get that hammer, college boy. Exactly. <laughs> he can say the same term, but with the but different tone. But now it's endearing. But yeah. now it's an endearing College term. boy. College boy. You're going to go to college. You're going to teach them some things. Yep. You're not going to be one of those architects that don't know how to pick up a hammer, boy. Yeah. Be like, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> well, I don't know why he has a southern accent, but he does. Yeah. So, oh, you betcha. We could do northern ones, too. Take a step back and detach. That's, that's the lesson right there. There you go. Okay. Now that we bumped Nick, now we're going to bring him back in here. Uh, so we've got uh, Nick Re- uh, Nick with Nick Reeds. Nick, he's a bully. Hello, best friends. I hope you had a great week this week. A reading. Ethics. Always be ethical. There are no shortcuts when it comes to being ethical. Either you are or you're not. It's the foundation of your character. It will stand the test of time, even if it means giving up a relationship. If you cross paths with someone who is not ethical. If you lose a project due to another party's unethical practices, don't get mad, don't sue, don't complain, and don't lose sight of where you are headed. Another opportunity will arise. Winners are ethical. Art Gensler. That's one of my favorite passages in Art's Principles. In words I wish more people in our industry would live by known my share of unethical folks. And if they're not winners, I guess that makes them losers. Al, I trust if you're in the office today, it's because of wild turkey. Toodles! (laughs) So that was his advice while I was... I was in a lot of pain this week. Uh, And wild turkey... We have a besties chat that we chat with Nick with all, all week. And check in on each other. I, and so, yeah, he was telling Alex, hey, get some cheap wild turkey. There you go. Drink it's it. delicious. Um, <laughs> why I like that ethical. And um, what I've been learning, I've literally been taking lessons from Art Gensler, which is which is amazing. Because Cause Art Gensler is amazing. Gensler is amazing. Oh, yeah. God, everybody should pick that book. I don't think we've, I don't think we've recommended it enough. But yep. it's you a fantastic should. book. So many just little excerpts like that. It's just like this sage of wisdom. You yep. know? So I don't think I was talking to the guys. We have we have something that we have to redo on a project because we messed up, right? There's another one. There's another project that um, I'm going through. Actually, it's our own project, and it's taking some more time and it's taking more effort. And I'm upset because I'm sick and I can't just get to work. And I'm actually putting some other things off. But I come back to that point, the ethical point, and then the hey, when you're starting out, the only thing you can do is like do good work, right? So. I'm, then I'm happy. I'm like, yes, this is taking longer. And then I look, I looked at our bank account and be like, you know what? It's not, I'm not making as much money as, as, as I should be this week, you know? 
but am I doing the right thing? Don't worry, I made up for you. <laughs> Seriously, that's I why did. I, Me and Gresh are killing it. Perfect. <laughs> well, that's what it pays. Like, man, if, uh, again, students, uh, young, younger folks that are listening, if you're gonna start, if you're gonna start a firm, I, I just if you can find your other dragon. Yeah, I was my other dragon. We're the two-headed yep, dragon. Lance, my other dragon. It, it's so critical. I Do can't I need a dragon tattoo on my leg? I keep making fun of you for yours, <laughs> but is it really my fault I'm for actually, not I'm having serious. a I'm dragon? Serious. Mark tattoo? and his wife are another great example, right? They're yes. they're a dual they're a dual team, and it helps. Alex balances me out. I balance him out, right? Yeah. I'm more handsome. He's less. It is what it is. <laughs> it is what it is. I get sick. He does it. <laughs> uh, I'm stronger. I had to throw that you, in there. You, I had to give one thing. No, no. I was. I was gonna. I was gonna say you beat. You beat me by one day, right? With the air test. Yes. The dark. There you I go. beat you and your brother in basketball by using the crab technique. You don't even know what that is. I don't is. even know what that is. Crabbed you guys. Crabbed. Um. So anyways, then, then I was happy. I'm like, I can do this much work per day, but it's going to be good work. So good, good for me. Now go to sleep. Yeah. One of the things I like, well, when it comes to ethical, one of the things I stress is just being completely honest and upfront with clients from the beginning and then flat out telling them sometimes I'll get, sometimes they'll try to rope me into like agreeing to things. A little rope-a-dope. In, in, at the beginning of a, like at the initial meeting, you know, we're just doing the meet and greet type yeah. of thing. And say, well, this other architect told me they can do this. And I go, honestly, if another architect is telling you that, they're lying through their teeth because that's not how it works. It just, this is exactly how it works. And I, I tell them, like, I'm, I'm comfortable telling them the bad news. Literally the stuff they don't want to hear because I don't fluff that this is going to be easy, right? There's nothing yeah. easy about going through remodeling your house, especially remodeling your house. I mean, that's a, just a whole endeavor. You got to move out or not and live with all the dust and all that yep. other crap. Yeah, it's paramount, one hundred percent. So let's go to our new favorite section, uh, section which is segment, 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 Airy Jeopardy. All right, we're here. Uh, first question, guys: What is the maximum slope for a lawn? A ten percent. B twelve percent. C twenty five percent. D forty four. What a random question. Hey, this is Lance. What a random question. Do, 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 this do. is Alex's question. Do, 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 it's an do, ARE question. Do, 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 do. Random. Do, 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 do. Got a card. All down, right, card down. everyone. Everyone, show it. C, B, and A. The answer is C. Twenty five percent. Why do you say that? Because that's what it says in the notes. What, and no, what notes? Lance, you should know this. Some kind of notes? Yes. We got to do 50%, but no. we had to put GeoGrid down. Yeah. But it's, 25 is twenty-five is uh, like kind of like a for rule, rule of thumb. Yep. Um, 50% is something different. It, it, it's something different in there. I okay. can look it up while you're taking doing yours. No, you're good. Okay. Question two. So, so hold, hold on there. Jason. Jason got it right. Yep. Okay. So, fantastic. Jason. Jason, one point. Jason, one point. Uh, what is the uh, common size of a parking stall? Okay. A, 9 by 18. B, 8 by 18. C, 8 foot 6 by 18. D, 9 by 20. 9 by 18. 8 by 18. 8 and a half by 18. 9 by 20. You know what's hilarious? What? There could be a part two to this question because Boulder has a sp different size. Yeah, but that's for compact. 
uh, fair enough, but not really. They, they, they've modified it. They would. I think I know exactly yeah, what yeah. because they don't care because my truck does not fit in Boulder. That's what I'm saying. My truck doesn't either. Yeah. <laughs> All right. Everyone, any comments? We got uh, A, B, and A. It is A. So that's hilarious. Uh, and then Gresh got it. Gresh. Okay. Perfect. Okay. Why I asked that one? Honestly, layup question. It's a layup question. <laughs> and you're sick. It's in the template. It's in the template. Um, but also, they might ask, uh, like, if you're trying to do, they'll give you a site. And the site is 50 feet by uh, 100 and something square feet, right? And they might ask, how many parking uh, stalls you could fit in here? And basically, it, they want you to figure out the area, right? So if you do a parking stall and then half of the driveway, right? If a driveway is 24, um, so it would be 12 by by nine, then take that and then just divide it, you know, multiply it out, divide it by the area that you can use. Then you can say, Hey, I could probably fit, you know, this many parking spots in here might happen. Okay. Lance is going to ask you. Well, actually, when you take, if you were taking the tests that I took, the gra- didn't you take SPD, SP, like, did you take the yeah. site plan yes. one? Yes. You got to know that stuff just right off hand to do some quick math. Yes. You know, to figure out stuff. Uh, okay. Wow. But they're taking uh, five point, so they won't have to five point You won't have to do the awesome vignettes. Good for you guys. Yeah. Congratulations. Okay. All right. Question number three: What is the maximum cross slope of an ADA parking space? You said mine was random. Nah, that's not random. A zero point five percent. B one percent. C two percent. D two point five percent. What is the maximum cross slope of an ADA parking space? Cross slope is the word here. 0.5%, one percent, two percent, 2.5%. We have B, B, A. You are all incorrect. The maximum cross slope is can be 2%, which is which is another way to another way to remember that or or you might got you guys might see it in the future is one to 48 one colon 48 you know one divided by 48 yep and that's on our mark two project you'll see that on the site plan if you guys ever look at it yep a week uh, ada so i mean the uh group homes you know if we're doing that gotta 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 account for it yep so lance the um planted banks is 50 percent. ah that's what it is yep hmm. we still counted it as a lawn to be fair yeah this was years ago this is a a long time ago uh okay last question what is the maximum cross slope of an ada sidewalk a 0.5 percent b 1 percent c 2 percent d 2.5 percent what is the maximum cross slope of an ada compliant sidewalk 0.5 percent 1 percent C, 2%, D, 2.5%. We've got a C, a B, and a C. The correct answer is C. It's exactly the same. <laughs> uh, I did not write down <laughs> who, who got... Nobody got the last one. Who, who got... Jason Jason and Gresh got the... F- sec- it's, yeah. So, Jason, is this your second kingdom? Second Kingdom. I like it. Well, congratulations. Thanks for playing. Uh, And that's all we got for that segment. Okay.
Three, two, one. All right. Do you want me to wrap it up? You got anything else? Uh, you do your. You can do your wrap up. I'll do my wrap up. Uh, the first thing I'd like to say is, so how about this? You wrap it up. I, I need to wrap it up because I got up. something new. We have been doing a disservice to our fans, to our listeners, because we we ask them how they can sponsor and you know like help us, right? And normally it's by you know buying a product, something like that. I want to give them honest the best uh, advertising, the best whatever resources they need, regardless of us. And what I found out is that through talking to people, the problem with Revit, with people doing Revit, isn't initially, oh, hey, they need training on it, right? So buy our training. It's that they think Revit is too expensive, right? So they don't even buy Revit. They don't even switch over. And I I had this conversation with a person today out of Pennsylvania, and and I didn't even, she just prompted me, she goes, two biggest problems is they say it's too expensive and then they don't have the working hours to to learn it right so i'm going to give you some numbers for everyone that's out there that thinks because when we bought revit we had to take it we bought like remember what we had to take out like twelve thousand dollars to start this six thousand yep six thousand um but anyways the revit prices right now let me give them to you i wrote them all down perfect okay if you take uh, if you buy autocad right now don't look did you look at the numbers perfect how much do you think it is a month if you buy autocad no no yep autocad Per month, you can per do month. a monthly thing. Yes, this is this is ninety nine dollars, one hundred and eighty five per month. Per month, okay, right? Revit is two seventy five. So you might think I can't afford that. That's an a billable hour difference, right? Billable. That's it. So um, if you can't do that, I I honestly don't think that you're running a tight firm. <laughs> fair, I, fair. I, I honestly no, totally don't think fair. you're running, and, and you need to. So it's just one billable hour a month. Also, there's AutoCAD Lite and Revit Lite. So let's say you can't afford the 185 slash you should really do the 227. Let's say you're buying the 185 right now. How much do you think AutoCAD Lite is? AutoCAD Lite. Per month or month? You month. buy it? 99 bucks. 50 bucks. Wow, that is cheap. Revit Lite is $65. Oh, get it done. So, so we, have a, we have a remote worker um, who, does, who, who uses Revit Lite. And the only thing that we found that he can't, he can't do is he can't do... I think uh, beam systems, you know, stuff like that. Like you can't like the basically. Oh, they don't have structures. Yes, they don't have structures. They don't have mechanical. They don't have electrical. Right. But you can basically still do architecture. Yes. All day long. So if you are doing, if you're paying for the AutoCAD right now, it would you would save money and and honestly be a more responsible, better firm if you just switch down to Auto Revit Lite and you'd even save money. So you can switch to Revit and even save money right now. That's the first step. Two, the second step, okay, I don't know how to use Revit, right? You can literally, we will teach you from RevitFurniture.com and it's gonna cost you what? One billable hour a month for 10 months. And when should you do it? Do it in the morning. It's the war of art. Lifelong learning is what leads to you growing and happiness. Every self-help person says that. Everyone that grows says that. So you should take learning Revit as a positive, uh, self-affirming, you know, building yourself up, learning something new and do it in the morning. And it's going to cost you two billable hours a month. That is it. The transaction should happen quick. If you are one of these firms that isn't doing it, guess what? You as the principal, you should learn it first. You should at least have a grasp on it first, right? Con- 
You should be able to go, if you're a principal, you should be able to go into the model and measure something. Yep. And I'm not saying that you need to be the expert, but if you start it first so that when other people are complaining, you can help out or say, hey, I had to do this too. I And guess what? I'm actually paying the employees to do it their first hour when they get in and say, as, as a principal, I woke up earlier and I just did it. I just did it. I, I well, as a, leader, as a leader, you got to be doing that stuff. Yeah. Anyway, yeah. Two billable hours. That's it. So the, um, I, I hope that helps. If you have questions, contact me, AKG at F9productions.com. Uh, get into Revit. It, it could even maybe save you money by going down to the light. Absolutely. Absolutely. Yeah. Uh, if you, if you like what you heard today and you feel like sharing with a friend, please do. That's the only way this podcast grows is if you tell a friend, you tell a classmate. If you're a student listening, please just tell your whole studio if you can. Hey, you guys, give, give these guys a shot. Uh, we, we, we hope we you know give you guys some valuable insight into what we're, what we're doing, how we started the firm. Have them start at episode zero because that's that's how we're, we, we start the whole journey in telling, telling how we actually even started the firm from scratch. Uh, follow us on the Twitter, like us on the Facebook, email us, write to us. We want to hear from you. We'll see you next week.